Hello, family. This is Pastor John just reading the word. Today, we'll finish up the book of Titus, uh, reading Titus chapter 3. Um, Paul wrote Titus about 64 AD, uh, just before his final imprisonment in Rome. Um, he wrote this book uh, about the same time he wrote 1 Timothy. Um, so, let's get started. Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Lord, I can see that in weeks and months to come, we're going to be praying that you would relieve us from such heat. But Father, you are sovereign. You will do what you will do. Nature will be nature. We do not worship nature. Father, we worship you. We give you honor and glory. And I pray today that the word would be alive and powered by the Holy Spirit, not just words, but the word, the word of God. Father, thank you for giving this instruction book to us that we might listen, learn, and apply it to our lives. And Father, I thank you in Jesus' name, amen. All right, Titus chapter three, great book. We're gonna jump right in. Verse one, remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. Oh, wait a minute. I have to submit to the government and my officers. So I don't agree with some of the things my government and their officers do. Well, I want to challenge you. God is the one in control of our lives as we allow him to be in control. As we ask Christ to be our Savior, we make him our Lord. We are full of his Holy Spirit. We are to submit to the government and its officers. If they're wrong, you can be sure God will take care of them. But you can also be sure that God is taking care of you. So it would be worse if we were to say at this time to protest. Then we take it out of God's hands and we put it in our own hands and we try to make changes. If you want to make changes, vote. Vote, vote. It is important, even if you haven't voted in a long time or if you have never voted. I don't care how you vote, but you must vote. That's how you have a say-so. Verse 2. Excuse me, back to 1. Remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. They must not slander anyone. This is referring to believers. Verse 2. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. We can put this word in our head, but if we don't get it down into our spirit, we will simply be uh, followers of Jesus and live in quarreling and slander. And to me, slander could be just as well called gossip. So let's watch ourselves. Instead, we should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. Verse three, once we too were foolish and disobedient. We were misled and became slaves to our many lusts and pleasures. Our lives were full of evil and envy and we hated each other. But 
When God, our Savior, revealed his kindness and love, he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of his grace, he declared us righteous and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. He declared us righteous. Folks, we are righteous in Christ. Righteousness is right standing in the Lord. He declared us as being right standing. He gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to insist on these teachings so that all who trust in God will devote themselves to doing good. These teachings are good and beneficial for everyone. Verse 9, do not get involved in foolish discussions about spiritual pedigrees. That's very interesting. Or in quarrels and fights about obedience to the Jewish law. These things are useless and a waste of time. Verse 10, if people are causing division among you, give the first and second warning. After that, have nothing more to do with them. For people like that have turned away from the truth and their own sins condemn them. Verse 12, I am planning to send either Artemis or Tychicus to you. As soon as one of them arrives, do your best to meet me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to stay uh, there for the winter. Do everything you can to help Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos with their trip. See that they are given everything they need. Our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. Then they will not be unproductive. Let me share uh, before we finish the last verse. Uh, yesterday I went to the Food Link food handout in East Porterville. Uh, it's a very depressed area. And um, we hand, there must have been 100 to 150 cars in line. And we handed out food and milk and cheese and bread and vegetables and fruit. It was amazing to see the community come together from all over the county to serve those in need. It was an amazing experience. It was an eye-opener. And by the way, for you who are listening, if you'd like to be a part of that, um, it happens, I think, like every day of the week, uh, every weekday. And just contact Pastor Kyle Sawyer at Visalia First, and his email is K-Y-L-E-S, Kyle S for Sawyer, K-Y-L-E-S at com, And you can get involved where you can learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. Uh, then they will not be unproductive. Everyone here sends greetings. Please give my greetings to the believers, all who love us. May God's grace be with you all. Amen. So that finishes up the book of Titus. Um, it's a good book. It has, it's short and sweet. 
and it has lots of good suggestions. No, good um, uh, opportunity to let the word not just be in our ears, but go down into our spirit. The word of obedience, the word of submission, the word of helping others in need, the word of loving everyone. These are important uh, aspects of kingdom living. And I'd like to simply encourage you in that. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time that we live in, a time where we're as never before stuck in our homes, praying for the essential workers, Nurses Week, praying for all the nurses. Cuya Delta ER, praying for them. Redwood Springs, praying for them. Father, Linwood Meadows, Lindsay Gardens, and there's a couple more that I don't know, Father, but you know every one of them, and you protect us, and you bring us victory in the end, no matter what. So, Father, if, if this is called suffering, we suffer for you. If our suffering leads to our death, we'll praise the Lord. There's no better, there's no better reward than eternal life. So I thank you, Lord, as you give us protection and guidance in all that we do. Let us be productive. Let us give you honor. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, folks. This is Pastor John just reading the word. And today we are going to be in James.